When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. We come to a very crucial point in the roster countdown. And, you know, we go through and we track where every player was ranked last year as opposed to this year, what things changed, all those things. And this brings us to number 61 on our 2023 roster countdown, and that's Ambry Thomas, cornerback. Now, he's interesting because he has the biggest or the largest fall from last year to this year. Last year, Ambry Thomas was number 28, top 30 on our countdown. This year, 61. Outside of the 53-man cutoff, fighting for a way in. And how did he go from being an NFC Championship starter? Made one of the most, probably the number one play of the entire year. The walk-off interception in overtime against the eventual Super Bowl Championship Rams. And to where he is now. Uh, and that's kind of what we want to figure out. So, um, shout out to Josh, the 49ers guru, who's just crushed this entire series. Now, Ambry Thomas is interesting, okay? Let's just be aware. Jersey number 20, six foot 190, a little bit smaller than what the Niners want. They want that six foot 200. He's a little bit light, and it shows up on film. I think the number one thing that Ambry Thomas has struggled with is physicality. And whenever that shows up in weight, um, that's an issue. He's 23 years old, very young. Definitely career's not over or, you know, finalized or whatever, but something's got to change. Like, it just honestly, something has to change with this kid. Now, he's got 32 and a quarter inch arms. That's great for a cornerback, top 78 percentile. He ran a 4.4140. That's great, 78th percentile. Um, didn't do the three cone, 38 inch vertical. That's 75th percentile. So athleticism's there. 10, two broad jump, 15 reps. Awesome. If you plug in, you know, everything that he does as far as measurables, his two of his best comps are DJ Hayden and Devin McCourty. There's a place for this athleticism, size, weight, all those things in the NFL. But the play style doesn't match that of McCourty or even maybe even Hayden. Now, he's from Detroit, Michigan, played at Martha Luther King High School, the Crusaders, um, graduated from the University of Michigan, um, College of Literature, Science, and Arch. He was, in Arts. He was a four-star recruit, you know, and if you just look at everything that he was able to accomplish, uh, he came out of high school, three-year letterman, goes to Notre Dame, 
um, you know, showed up early. Special teams player early on was special teams player of the week for the Big Ten early on in his career. Then in 2019, he was the defensive skill player of the year. Academic, all Big Ten in 20. What he's done, he's a smart kid. He's a very smart kid, works really, really hard. Um, special teams contrib- contribution his entire career. Now, as, as a Wolverine at Michigan, 39 games. 13 starts at cornerback, all Big Ten honoree, all these things. Now, what is he going to do at this stage in his career? You've got a new defensive coordinator come in, um, you know, kind of tab the godfather of defensive backs. And so if he's going to be successful with the 49ers, it's going to be this year or no year. And if things don't go well at training camp, he 100% could be out of this roster. Not saying that's what I want or what I'm predicting. I'm saying he's got to make up some ground. Steve Wilkes came out this year and said, you know, Ambry Thomas has had a great camp. He's been doing great, but we got to wait and see until the pads come on. That's the true question mark. Because his entire career, even whenever he was playing well with the 49ers, it's, man, he's always in good position, but just never really quite made the play. And that's always kind of been the knock on him. Now, he was drafted in the third round. One of the many compensation picks, I believe. Uh, Third round pick 39 um, by the 49ers in 2021. Now, if we look at what he's accomplished just statistically, 36 tackles, one tackle for loss, five pass breakups, one interception. That was a huge one, though. And he's missed three total games because of an ankle injury in 2021. That's it. Five starts. Like, we assume because he played in the NFC Championship game and started that he kind of, I don't want to say earned isn't the right word, but like his stripes have not come. It just hasn't happened yet. Five starts, it doesn't matter how important they are. He doesn't have a lot of snaps under his belt. And whenever you look at other corners on this roster, guys like Miles Hartsfield, that literally have like 800 plus snaps on top of what he's done in about the same amount of time, it just complicates things. Now, he's played in 27 games, okay? So we got two really good years to look at. 2021, he played 483 snaps, but he didn't really get a start until week seven on. Missed a couple games, came back, played in the playoffs. He had 99 special team snaps that year. But his numbers weren't great. PFF scores from 2021, 54.2 overall defense, not good. 57.2 run game, not good. 68.9 tackling, that's great. 58.4 coverage, not good. And again, he allows a very high completion percentage. That's what the Niners don't want. Whenever they target their corners, ball skills are a plus, but they want difficult routine catches for wide receivers. They don't want to give up easy completions. He allowed in 2021 29 receptions on 42 targets for a 69% completion percentage. Four touchdowns, one interceptions, four pass breakups, five penalties. That's a 124.8 NFL rating when when he's targeted. That's terrible. That's awful. Then you go into 2022, he goes from 483 snaps in 2021 to 41. Literally one-tenth of snaps, and almost all those were in garbage time. They phased him out. Like, he lost whatever battle. Demo, Samuel Womack just freaking catapulted uh, above him in the in the depth chart. And if you look at 
the preseason, that's why. He played 157 snaps in the three preseason games, 11 receptions on 14 targets at 78.6% completion percentage in 2022. Now, I know it's preseason, but good Lord, you're getting torched in the preseason? That ain't going to work. It's not going to work. Now, how does he make this roster? He's got to win out quarterback, you know, cornerback five or six. And the problem is he's an outside corner only. Doesn't provide versatility. Niners have a premium on physical corners. He hasn't developed in that area either. So if we look at the cornerback landscape, Charvarius Ward, Diamador Lenore, who was drafted behind him the same year, and Isaiah Oliver. Those are the projected starters currently. That's three. The two backups, Samuel Womack, he's not going anywhere. So good on special teams. Daryl Luter, their highest corner drafted uh, rookie this year. He's going to get a shot. So that leaves, listen to these guys that are fighting for a possible. The Niners might choose to only keep five. If that's the case, it's kind of already locked up. But if they do keep six, now you've got Ambry Thomas, Quantrez Knight, Miles Hartfield, Deshaun Jameson, Trey Swelling. you got five guys fighting for what could be a mythical six spot. It might not even exist. Somebody's going to have to flash. You know, I Competition brings greatness. And if Ambry Thomas is going to make this roster, he's not only got to perform better than he has at any point in his career so far, he's got to beat out Quantrez Knight, Miles Hartfield, Deshaun Jameson, and Trey Swelling. And you got to remember, this defensive coordinator didn't pick Ambry Thomas. He didn't. He did pick Miles Hartfield. He did pick Deshaun Jameson. He did pick Trey Swelling. So Quantrez Knight and Ambry Thomas, they're fighting their way into the good graces of this new defensive coaching staff. And on top of that, Hartsfeld, he was handpicked by Steve Wilkes to come over here. He started three years for him. Quantrez Knight's ahead of him because he plays so many different positions in special teams. Ambry Thomas, not a great special teamer. He's good. He's not great. So the physicality, that's a strike against him. The lack of versatility, that's a strike against him. But don't count him out. In the biggest play of this guy's career, walk-off interception against the eventual Super Bowl champs. And I think I think that plays a role. Now, if he doesn't make the 53, which I'm probably going to say, like if I was a betting man, I'd say I don't think so. But if he doesn't make the 53, does not mean his time here is over. Could come back on a possible practice squad. I, I think he'd probably be picked up, and I hope that he would just for his own career. I want nothing but the best for Ambry Thomas, especially for you know helping us get into the playoffs that year, eventually to the NFC Championship game. But if he wants a home here for the 49ers, this training camp, I mean, you could make the argument he has the most important training camp of any person on this 91-man roster for the 49ers of 2023. So hopefully enjoy this. Excited to see what 20 can bring this year. We've seen the good. We've seen the bad. We just got to get more consistent, more physical. So go get them, Ambry. Excited to see what you can bring. And for us, we're just going to keep counting them down. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage – 
all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We got a newcomer on the 2023 49ers roster countdown. Coming in at number 60, defensive back Miles Hartsfield. Um, coming over from the Carolina Panthers. And this is kind of a hand-picked fit of the new defensive coordinator. Um, Wilkes worked with them the past three years. And Miles Hartsfield, he brings a very interesting story. Quite the journey. But if you just look at what he brings on the field, hyper-athleticism. You know, he ran a 4-3-9-40 at his pro day, and I argue he might be the fastest defensive back the 49ers have. He's definitely in contention. He's only 25 years old. He'll be 26 in August. But he's young enough. The speed is there. He's got all those things, the hyper-athleticism, and the most experience playing in this new system, um, which for the defensive back is probably going to be the biggest change. I think the front seven will stay relatively the same. But for the defensive back, Miles Hartsfield's got a bit of an edge because he's got the experience. Now, I want to say thank you to Josh, the 49ers guru, uh, who just crushed it uh, with the research on this episode. Now, Miles Hartsfield's going to be wearing number 38. Was D'Amador Lenore's number? He changed numbers. That opens up 38. Now, Miles Hartsfield's pro day was canceled due to COVID. Um, so the numbers are interesting, but we've got him at 5'11", 210. Absolutely perfect. Now, Six foot two hundred pounds is what the Niners want with all their defensive backs. But if you can get ten extra pounds of muscle um, in there and not give up speed, as I said, probably the fastest defensive back with a little bit extra weight. That that's best case scenario. Now we don't have things like the three cone. We don't have the ten yard, but we do have a thirty eight and a half inch vertical. Which this guy is a jumper extraordinaire triple jump long jump we'll get into what he was able to do at the high school and college level this dude was an sec track and field athlete and it shows on tape um the athleticism's there i mean he is explosive lower body now the question then turns to is he a track guy who happens to play football or is he a football guy who happens to play track i think with him it's a little bit of a 50 50 um, he's that damn good at track that he 100% could have made this his entire career, but he's a football player. Uh, <laughs> he loves contact. He loves energy. He loves the game and that shows on tape. Now he grew up in Parlin, New Jersey. He graduated from Sarville War Memorial High School. Now he eventually found his way to Ole Miss in the SEC, but 
the journey that he took to get there was a mess. And so first, let's talk about his high school kind of accolades. Listen to these these times and marks for jumping. High jump, six foot six. He cleared six six. Um, long jump, twenty three three. That's awesome. And a triple jump of a fifty foot one and a half inch. That's off the charts. Wow, um, so good. He jumped at you know the SEC level and Ole Miss as well. Um, was the News Tribune Boys Track and Field Athlete of the Year. I, I found this quote for him in the paper. Quote. I compete in anything I do. Me and my sister could be running to the car to see who gets the front seat. If I'm in second, I know I got to dig deeper. I got to try harder. So that competition mentality is always there. And the pedigree, his sister, Amari, who we just referenced, she was a standout sprinter at high school, um, Sarville as well. And she went and competed at North Carolina Central College as a sprinter. I mean, this is a fast, fast family. There's no doubt about it. Now, he initially committed to play at Penn State, but his scholarship was revoked. Um, Sarville football team suspended their entire year due to a hazing scandal. Now, the inner details of this, I couldn't find. I don't know what Miles' role was in this. Don't know. Just honestly cannot just honestly say can't find it. But he was the captain of the team. I'm sure take that for what you will. Now... Penn State, you know, a lot of this has to do with Micah Parsons because when Micah Parsons was at Penn State, he went through, and you can read all the details on this, and they're horrifying, literally holding knives to people's, you know, necks, uh, the sexual exploitation of fellow teammates. Micah Parsons, the things he did there were horrible, which is a big reason why I always said Micah Parsons not on the 49ers, you know, draft board. There's no way he's got to be a Dallas Cowboy or he's got to be, you know, Bill Belichick or Andy Reid. Like, there was no doubt about it. And sure enough, that's where he landed. But with Penn State going through all the backlash from Micah Parsons' ordeal, it makes sense why they would pull this scholarship. And again, I am operating under the context. I don't know the details. Um, and so that's something we just have to leave at bay. Now, because Miles Hartsfield committed to Penn State so early, he kind of shunned off a lot of programs because he was going to do track and football for Penn State as a two-sport athlete, loses that. Then COVID takes place and all that stuff. So his he had to enroll after his senior year in a prep school, East Coast Prep, for a post-grad year. Um, and during that time, he was able to play football there. Then everything kind of calmed down, and he was the number one prep school safety by 247 Sports, and he had a lot of offers. So one year off, then UCLA offered, then Boston College. Eventually, he chose Ole Miss, goes down to the SEC, showed up, belonged right away. 2016 freshman All-American third team, 2016 freshman All-SEC, was fifth on the team in tackles as a freshman and it just got better and better and better from there. I, he belonged. And, you know, it's weird because he fits the old Miss model of this hyper-athletic, raw-type player that the SEC is just peppered with guys like this. So he doesn't get drafted, um, is an undrafted free agent, goes to the Carolina Panthers in 2020. Now, the funny thing is they moved him to running back in training camp as a rookie. This is the type of athlete he is. I mean, he is a freak. Again, you're talking six foot, 210 pounds, runs a 4-3. These guys don't grow on trees. Now, the running back thing didn't hold, moved him back to safety, played some corner, played some nickel, lots of special teams in his three years with the Panthers. But 
you know, in probably my favorite stat, his first career sack was against Tom Brady, which is pretty cool. Now, he started 19 games over three years, really just over two years. He didn't have any starts his first year, just kind of got some backup snaps, 140 defensive snaps as a rookie, but played in 41 games. So in 2021, he got nine starts, 472 defensive snaps. And in 2022, he got 10 starts, 812 defensive snaps. And you got to understand, the Panthers, not a good football team the past three years. Not even close. However, the strength of their team is defensive back. It's not even close. You're talking Jeremy Chin. You're going J.C. Horn. Uh, I mean, they've got corners galore. This guy still found a way to get 10 starts and 800 snaps. I think it's a testament to the competition doesn't matter to Miles Hartsfield. Like, he believes in himself and thinks he belongs. Now, if you look at his combined career stats over these three years, 115 tackles, awesome. Seven seven pass breakups, that's good. Two fumble recoveries, one forced fumble, one sack. The glaring omission, no interceptions. He's allowed eight touchdowns in that time. He allows a very high completion percentage. That's not good. 2021, he allowed 76% completion percentage when targeted. 2022, 75%. So when we look at just kind of the film and what he brings, man, he plays so hard. Hard, and he's shot out of cannon all the time. 4-3 speed shows on tape consistently. Good ball skills. Like, he gets his hands on the football and makes the catch point tough, which is weird because there's no interceptions and a really high completion percentage. But the film says, man, he's right there. (laughs) He's right there all the time. Just got to make that little extra. Um, Reminds me of a Charvarius Ward light. That's what I said. Like, not as talented a player as Charvarius Ward, but much better athlete. Um, very positive, feeds off others. You can look up on YouTube if you want. Just type in Miles Hartsfield, mic'd up. Um, the Carolina Panthers, this is kind of who he, the personality. They chose him to be a mic'd up candidate for NFL films. And I think it's week three of 2022. It, it's just like a quick 10-minute uh, thing, but it's pretty good. And you can see infectious personality, super positive. Man, feeds off teammates, constantly talking to teammates, not like jawing at the opposing team. Just a real positive guy. Enjoys life, enjoys his time on the field. Really, really like that. And probably one of my favorite things about him, um, especially back in college when I was going through his tape, whenever he makes big plays, he does the bar none omega sign. So I was like, yeah, that this dude belongs in the red and gold, which I'm excited about. Now, when Wilkes left the Panthers... The Panthers decided not to pick up his contract, which he was a restricted free agent, could have got him on the cheap. They chose to go in a different way. They wanted to move on. This is a Wilkes guy, 100%. The 49ers tell him, hey, we want you. We'll give you a one-year deal. He got a one-year, $1 million deal, so not much, but zero guaranteed dollars, which tells me he wants to be here more than the 49ers want him. He chose the 49ers. He wants to be with Wilkes. Zero guaranteed dollars is crazy. Now, you look at what he's accomplished. He's got a career earnings of $3 million, which is nice in three years. That's not bad. So, you know, if he balls out this year, maybe he can get that contract. I think he's trying to go the way that the 49ers have been doing with defensive linemen, guys like Charles Aminihu, Arden Key. You can go on and on and on. He's trying to do that as well. Undrafted free agent. Has it made the huge bucks? We'll see what happens here. Now, how does he make the 53-man roster? We've got him number 60. 
You know, 53, he's got he's got some spots to climb, but he's got things that nobody else in this 49er secondary has, and that's experience in the system. Steve Wilkes has come in and said, you know, he's going to tweak but embrace. Keep things the same for the most part, but change some things up. I think the place that things will change the most for the 49ers, it's going to be in that defensive backs room. So you can look all the way through this. He has three years' experience. Nobody else in this roster has any on the back end. So that's huge. So he's got to step up there. Another area he's got to step up on, guys, special teams. He has 470 career special team snaps in the NFL. Nobody else on this roster can get close to that. Not even close. So he's got areas, athleticism. He might be the most athletic. He's got size. He's got experience. He's got special teams. It's going to be pretty damn hard to beat him out for that sixth cornerback spot, which I think is where he's going to play. Um, so, you know, if we're looking at the cornerback depth chart, Charvarius Ward, Diamador Lenore, Isaiah Oliver, I think those are your three starters. Samuel Womack's not going anywhere, especially because special teams ace, and he can play all three corner spots. Daryl Luter, he's the highest drafted defensive back most recently by Steve Wilkes. Then it's these four to five guys, Ambry Thomas, Quantrez Knight, Miles Hartsfield, Deshaun James, and Trey Swelling. Those guys are fighting it out. It's murderer's row. One of them might make the roster. One of them might make the practice squad. But we're going to have to see what happens. You know, physicality, athleticism, experience, special teams, all in favor of Miles Hartsfield. So it definitely would not be shocked at all if he beats out that list of players I just named fighting for that last number six corner spot. But I'm excited, and I think the 49ers got better when they signed him, and whether he makes the 53 or he's on the practice squad and gets elevated, he's going to be a part of this team. I really do believe that. So for us, we're going to keep counting him down, and I'm excited to see what the new 38 can do when he steps on the field. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Coming in at number 59 on the 49ers roster countdown of 2023 is none other. It's just initials, baby. DFF, Demetrius Flanagan Fowles out of Arizona, the special teams ace. Now, last year, he came in at number 43. This year, 59. Quite a drop. Now, I think he's making the 53-man roster. I really, really do. And once we get into the contract, I think you'll see why I believe that. But the reason why I had him fall from 43 to 59 is because I don't even consider him a linebacker anymore. I know that's the position he plays. But he had a couple opportunities to come into games last year um, as that number three linebacker, as that will linebacker, and just did not perform well. Now, led the team in special teams tackles. Awesome. You know, got Pro Bowl votes as a special teams specialist. He belongs in the NFL. I just don't think that he really has a position on the defensive side of the ball. So it's, you know, he's a special teams ace. And that's not an insult. It's just... It's kind of hard to push up, you know, him in the roster rankings whenever I don't think that he's going to get any defensive snaps at all. Now, shout out to Josh, the 49ers guru, for putting all this research together. So DFF comes in, 
He wears jersey number 45 for the 49ers, 6'2", 225. He was a safety. Um, and you kind of look at his height and weight and all those things, like pretty identical to Miles Hartsfield, <laughs> who we just did an episode on, but a little bit slower, a little bit thicker. Um, you know, 6'2", 225, that is so small for a linebacker. I understand the truth transition that's taking place at the linebacker position in the NFL, but it's just it's just a little too much uh, for DFF. He's 26 years old. He ran a 4.58 40-yard dash. Not bad. 34.5-inch um, vertical. All right. 10-3 broad jump. That's great. 15 bench press reps. And he's going into – this is where the NFL gets a little tricky. It's his fifth season out of college – He's been with the 49ers for five years, but technically it's only his fourth year um, accrued season because he didn't play in 2019, so that didn't count for him. Um, so this is, yeah, it's it's kind of a whole weird thing because if you don't play, your contract tolls to the following year. Now, he went to Mountain View High School in Arizona, um, eventually chose to go to the Wildcats um, in Arizona, Um Three-star recruit coming out of high school, graduated with a general studies degree, and, man, he's just a positive person on and off the field. It was labeled, self-proclaimed labeled, a mama's boy growing up and would regularly have dates with mom. Love to see that. Um, began playing football at the age of six. His uncle signed him up for flag football, and all throughout his journey, safety was the prominent position that everybody just assumed that's what he was going to be. Safety and wide receiver um, whenever he was in high school. As a junior, he played some defensive end and was all Southern Arizona first team selection, which is awesome. Athleticism's always been there. You know, he goes to Arizona, played 13 games as a true freshman in 2015. Um, he was in their SWAT defensive packages. You know, this is where they bring in the extra safety in the box type of a thing. So, you know, this kind of bandit there's lots of star there's lots of different terms that people use for that safety that moves around it's very similar to what the 49ers do with Talano Hufunga but whenever he got to the NFL that just wasn't it um just not what it was they moved him from safety to linebacker as soon as the 49ers brought him in as an undrafted free agent and he does a lot for Santa Clara community off the field he's very very active does so many different things to help people um in our community he just fits he is he is a complete fit culturally personality wise exactly what the Niners want in a player but again the linebacking issues it's just rough you know, if you look at his combined stats in the NFL, DFF has 60 career tackles, one tackle for loss, one quarterback hit, one sack. Now, last year, 2022, he had 325 special team snaps, 99 defensive snaps, um, which were one of the lowest, you know, since he came in. In 2020, he had 194 snaps on special team, 61 on defense. 2021, 545 Special team snaps, 164 defensive snaps. Now, and not that this is a – how do I say this? The Chiefs game kind of showed his inefficiencies at the linebacker position. If you remember, Dre Greenlaw played the first half, then left the first half with an injury. The score was 14-13. to 13. Like, the Chief, it was a close game, whatever else. Second half – Good Lord. The the 49ers got blown out by the Chiefs this year. And Patrick Mahomes is going to kill a lot of people. But as soon as that switch was made from Dre Greenlaw to 
DFF, good lord. The game finished 44 to 23. They just went off. DFF had 29 snaps, or sorry, 36 snaps in that game in the second half. He got a 29 PFF score. They were going at him in the run game, passing game, and they just torched him. After that, didn't really get an opportunity to come back and play any defensive snaps really at all. And I think that's kind of what they are. If you look at the 49ers draft, they drafted not one, but two linebackers. And so I, I think that that kind of plays a very important role. And they even brought in an undrafted free agent at linebacker um, who got injured and they moved on. But you could see the 49ers are bolstering the back end of that linebacking group, which I think the 49ers have the best linebacking group in the NFL. I think that the 49ers judge the linebacking position or scout or develop it better than any other position that the 49ers like have. He's, and so to say all those things and then say, I don't consider DFF a linebacker anymore. He's a kind of a break glass in case of emergency type guy. That's one thing. But then you get to his contract. He signed a one-year, $1.8 million deal. All right, that's a lot more than, you know, you've got your Kerry Hyders and Miles Hartsfield, these kind of, you know, journeymen in the NFL that, you know, you're not quite sure where they fit. So that's a lot more in and of itself. But then you look at the guaranteed money, $1.2 million guaranteed. That's substantial. And on top of that, he's got a $14,000 roster bonus for every game he's active. So... I'm the money says he should be higher than 59. I'm just going to be honest. Like very likely he's going to be on this 53 man roster and just be a special teams ace. That's not a bad thing. Now the question becomes how many special teams aces can you carry on the 53 when you have such a competitive roster? You got Odom, George Odom, the safety. He's very similar to DFF. He's a safety but not really. <laughs> they would prefer undrafted free agents to play safety ahead of him. He's just so damn good at special teams. That's what DFF is as well. Now, the one thing that I can say is, you know, my initial thought was, man, we've got like four or five special team aces. How can the Niners carry all that? But I don't think that's the way that it is. I think you have two because you've got Odom, who's a special teams ace. You don't want to play safety. You've got DFF, special teams ace. You don't want to play linebacker. Last year, we had Oren Burks, but he's not that anymore. With Aziz departing, I fully expect Oren Burks to be the starting number three linebacker, the same linebacker. So he's no longer just a special teams ace. Samuel Womack, right? Special. I think he's the best special teamer on the 49ers. He was last year for sure. But he is the first corner off the board at all three cornerback positions, both outside and the nickel guy. So Womack, even though most of his snaps are special teams, he's not just a special teams guy. You have no problem with Samuel Womack playing corner. Then you got Ray Ray McLeod, returner, specialist, whatever else. Not necessarily. He backs up Debo. So when I initially started going through the depth chart and trying to find a way for DFF to make this 53-man roster, I was doing mental gymnastics because I was like, there's no way you can carry five special teams aces. I don't think they're doing that. I think they just got to carry two. And Odom and DFF, I think they have a role. And I think they have a pathway, especially with that contract. $1.2 million guaranteed? That was a shock to me. Maybe it was just a favor. Hey, man, you had such a great year last year. We want to take care of you financially. But... 
we'll have to see what this looks like uh, because I don't think DFF's going anywhere, and I don't want him to. You know, again, led the team in special teams tackles. That's something that you got to take, especially with the Niners who have had very poor special teams play since Kyle Shanahan showed up. Last year was an improvement, but still not good. So DFF's going to be around. Fun journey, fun player, fits the community, fits the culture. And I think he's starting to, in you know, his fifth year, figuring out what his role is going to be in the NFL. And so excited to see DFF around, lurking on special teams. And for us, we're just going to keep counting them down. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.